0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fit and Lit podcast. My name is Bridget Koenig and I am your host. We're going to talk about a little bit about fitness, a little bit about literature or just trashy books, Um, but maybe not so much because in the past few episodes, I just totally skipped over the lit part and didn't talk about books at all. And we'll get to that why that has not been prevalent in the last few podcasts towards the end of this one. mm Hmm. Reading. Oh, reading. Reading, reading, reading. Speaking of reading, I have notes today. So if you're watching on YouTube, which you should be, um, just look up Bridget Keneg or Fit and Lit Podcast and it will pop up and you can subscribe and follow and do all those things because sometimes visuals are a little more fun or just kind of have it in the background, um, of your day or as you're cleaning house or whatever you, whatever you need to do. So this past week, so it's Tuesday. Normally I record on Mondays, but it's been kind of trending that I film on Tuesday mornings, which I'm kind of digging, not going to lie. I prefer the darker backgrounds when I record at night, but, um, again, if you're watching on YouTube, but it's kind of nice to be kind of fresh and not exhausted by the end of the day. Um, because I'm not relying on caffeine to keep me up all night into the wee hours of the morning. Um, so if you have been following, I have been caffeine free for 28 days now, which is a big deal. Um, I love caffeine and for me to be able to say 28 days without anything with, I've been alcohol free for three, uh, it'll be four years. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It'll be four years in March. Um, I've been caffeine free for 28 days. I've done no THC, no shrooms, no nothing in the last like couple months. And then just taking out caffeine these last 28 days, like I've been relying completely on like my own, my own brain, which is great. And it's really helped me in my like therapy journey because like at night I would get really anxious. And, um, like before I cut out caffeine and I was thinking I was just drinking caffeine too late in the day, but this has still been happening a little bit here and there. And I notice it's when I do anything like past 7 30. Like past 7 30, my brain is just like can't, can't focus. Growing up, or not growing up, but like in my adult life, I've always been a morning person throughout the military. You have to wake up super early. I've always been someone that wakes up at 4 30, 5 o'clock in the morning to get their workout done before school or work or whatever. Um, before I started working. Here, before I opened my own studio, I was still doing that because as a mom, sometimes the only time you can get to yourself is in the morning. So I used to wake up at 5 a.m., do my meditation, do some stretches, maybe get in a little bit of a workout at home and just have that time to myself. Well, now all of my work is in the evening and I don't get home till super late. So my days are kind of flipped. So I kind of relax during the day and then get all my work done in the evening because now that the kids are in school, that's the only time I really get to myself is when they're at school. So my days have been kind of flipped and it's taken me two years to get used to it and to kind of um, figure out my circadian rhythm again. But it has been great in like the, I'd say, like the last week. I'm noticing that it's not the caffeine. It's just my brain past seven 30 just doesn't want to work anymore. Any decision-making any, um, like filming a podcast, for example, is just so much on my brain. I just like, I can't like my, (laughs) my body's like, Nope, you're not, you're not doing this. So, um, but I don't, I honestly don't know if I want to go back to caffeine because, I've been doing so good, like without it, my skin has been clearing up, but again, I don't know if it's because of the caffeine or because I've been taking extra good care of my skin. When I got my lashes, like I noticed that I'm so aware, like I don't want to touch my face. I don't like want to rub anything. Um, and I'm like trying to keep it really clean. So like I just started so many things at one time that I'm not quite sure why my face is like this clear plus i got that facial which i have another one tomorrow it's like a mini facial but i don't know we'll see i'm really happy with how my skin has been it's been skinning um and this is great i did get one giant zit right here on my cheek which sucks but my period's coming up soon and it's a full moon right I think it's a full moon, I'm pretty sure, or it's like getting really close to it because that moon is freaking full. So any of my full moon sisters, (laughs) leave me a comment. Let me know if we're on the same cycle. (laughs) But um, this past week was Thanksgiving. I know you're tired of hearing about Thanksgiving, um, so I'll make it short and simple. But my kids had been with my, my parents for like that whole week, so Saturday through actual Thanksgiving. They were with my parents. They went camping, doing all the fun things. And Thursday morning, we picked them up and they had gotten sick, like right, I guess uh, here. But then when they went with my parents, they were sick. So we picked them up sick and the rest of the weekend, we just hung out and we didn't do too much. And it was so nice because I mean, it sucked that they were sick, like nobody likes to be sick, but it was nice because we didn't, ha- we, like we couldn't do anything. It kind of reminded me like, you know, like in the good old days, <laughs> a couple of years ago, not going to mention anything or we couldn't go anywhere. And you kind of had to like have fun at home. It kind of reminded me of that. And it just like to slow down, to take care of your space I cleaned my room. We put up curtains in our room. We decorated the Christmas tree. We wrapped up all the presents that we had, put them under the tree. I collect nutcrackers. So we got the nutcracker box out. Like it was just a really good, relaxing weekend. The kids were supposed to start school yesterday, but they just, there's like this nasty cough going around. So I just kept them home from school yesterday and then they were fine yesterday. So I was like, you guys are going to school today. Like it's been too long. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's just been very, very, very relaxing and it's nice to be able to just like take a step back. But now as we go into the Christmas season, we have like events coming up and just planning for the holidays. I pretty much have all of my Christmas shopping done. I'm done with the kids. I'm done with my husband, my mom, my sister, my nephews. Um, just the people, my friends that I want to give gifts to. Like I have everything already all set. And it feels so good. This is like it's not even December yet, and I'm done. This hasn't I've never been this type of person to do this, but thank you to um, early Black Friday sales. Thank you to the Cyber Monday. Like I'm still waiting for a few things to be delivered, but everything's done and it's so nice. It's so freaking nice. Um, But there's a lot of things that I do want to focus on in December. So I'm not focusing on presents and shopping and all of that. I want to be able to spend my time with experiences. So I have a little bucket list that I want to get like there's some things that I want to do and it's all with my family and I'm like, these are the things like I for sure want to do. So, um, every year at the studio, we have a parade that goes down our main street. And since we're located right on the main street, we have a parade watch party and it's actually this Friday. So I'm really excited for that. Um, But we get all together, everyone's, all of my members and clients, like their families and friends come by and we have snacks and hot chocolate and we sit outside and watch the parade. And it's really nice because we have the indoors, like we have the option to come inside and not just freeze out on the street. There's a bathroom here. So people with small kids don't have to, you know, worry about that or like hold it like, or then have to get in their car and try to drive home. Like, it's just so much nicer and we have a big parking lot. So it's always a good time. So that's one of the things that I'm really excited about. And then I really want to do zoo lights. There's a zoo around here that has these like beautiful light um, shows all christmas lights like all different kind of animals and um my kids are obsessed with animals like we love animals but i ha- so zoos are kind of like one of those weird things for me where like there's pros and cons right like as a vegan or like a plant based person like you should be against zoos but like that's fine if like that's what you believe and there are certain animals that i'm just like like gorillas for example <laughs> I oh like I just like they're so close to humans it just makes me so sad like I can't go look at at the enclosure for gorillas um, or like monkeys like it's just so they're so close to humans that and they're so freaking smart and that goes for a lot of animals but like at the same time it's like we would have no other way to look at these animals up so close and to kind of like study them and like learn about them and especially for kids to be able to see them. And I think there's a lot of respect that needs to go into zoos. So, you know, taunting the animals from the outside or um, growling at them or scratching at the glass or, you know, dancing outside. Like there's a lot of respect that I think needs to be taught um, when going to zoos. But I'm, it's kind of on the fence. Like I said, like there's pros and cons. So my kids love the zoos. Um, of course they're kids. So, but that's something that I really want to do is go to the zoo and look at the zoo lights. There's like, it's just holiday, like, you you know, and I think that that would be really fun to do as I'm seeing everyone posting pictures and stuff. So that's something I really want to do with respect. And then we have, um, Another one in the opposite direction to us that has this huge Christmas market. We've gone every year that we've been here, that we've been able to go. And it is just amazing. It's this cute little coastal town and they have this huge walkthrough of Christmas lights. There are like all of the, um, oh my gosh, like the the songs, like the typical songs, the 12 days of Christmas Um, oh my gosh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Santa's there sometimes. I think they have a train, but we always have gone on a weekday when they don't run it. Um, I might be wrong about that, but I'm going to double check, of course. And then, um, did I say Santa's there? I think I said that already. Santa's there. (laughs) There's like a snowy area where they like blow snow up in the air. There's um, market, like an actual market. We've gotten some things from that market we've got this beautiful like german carved smoker is what it's called and it's basically like a little elf or like a little woodland guy um gnome guy i don't oh i don't know the correct like what they're actually called but it looks like a little garden gnome and in like it's hollow it's carved out but inside it's hollow and you put like one of those cone incense inside and it looks like he's blowing smoke out of his mouth And it's part of like a German tradition where you light your smoker the night before Christmas to get out the negative spirits or like the negative energy, which a lot of people use incense for that. And it's just so cute. And everything has been foraged, like the one that we got, everything on it has been foraged from like a forest in like Germany. It's so cute. But just like little things like that that are just so special that you can purchase there. And then of course they have hot cocoa and pretzels and, um, mulled wine, um, hot apple cider, things like that. And it's just a really fun time and there's just lights everywhere. Oh, and they, my favorite part is they have all these Santas. So, well, like versions of Santa. So like, um, they have Krampus, uh, the, oh my goodness, it's right on the tip of my tongue. There's one uh la la bufana la bufana i think is what it's called um but they have like and then old saint nick um one of the like actual like saint something i don't know um i'll have to when i go it'll recharge my memory but they have like these little scenes of like each country or religion or um region like what they believe in as far as like who like just you know kind of like the creation of santa Claus, and i think it's so cool to learn about other cultures and things like that so um i'm really excited if you cannot tell that i'm really excited to go so that's one of the things another thing that i really want to do is go to a christmas tree farm i've never been to one and i just like i don't want to get a christmas tree we already have a, a you know a christmas tree we use every year but um I just, I don't know, like just being there and usually they have, you know, like s'mores and like a fire pit and um I want to take pictures and just like be in the little forest and like smell the pine um and just kind of like, you know, romanticizes, romanticize it a little bit because I feel like Christmas tree farms are so um, prominent in like Hallmark movies and stuff. If you follow me on Instagram last year, I did a, um, (laughs) it took a while for people to figure it out. But when we went to one of the Christmas markets, I dressed like a, I didn't dress up, but I had on one of my red wigs and I was pretending like I'm going home for the holidays. And then we went to a thrift shop and I was pretending like it was like my grandpa's basement. And I was like, this is my, you know, it's like some old shoe. This was my little brother's shoes, but he was in a horrible reindeer accident when he was eight years old. And like, we still love it, like stupid stuff like that. And I just like, you know, used my husband, like, oh my gosh, there's a cute guy over here. Should I go talk to him? It was just so much fun. And it's really fun to like romanticize, um, just like little things, like don't like, you know, take the stress out of it and just have fun. So um, that's another thing that I want to do. And of course, um, every year we like to walk around our neighborhood or not our neighborhood, but we'll go to a different neighborhood and we'll walk around and try to find like the um, the brightest lights. And sometimes we'll take the dogs and we'll just walk around and just look at people's lights. So it's a good way to get outside, get some exercise. You get to get all bundled up and look at people's lights in a different way without just driving, like zooming past. So, and you get some exercise. I think you already said that, but you get some exercise. So I'm really excited to look, um, I'm looking forward to doing those things. Um, another thing that I'm looking forward to is I am in week four of my running journey. Um, I've been doing a six week, uh, running training program through peloton outdoor and i'll leave the link down below if you want to try it for 60 days for free but i'm in week four and i haven't missed a day um so halfway through over halfway through because i just did a run this morning and i let me tell you running has been getting so much easier like the more that i do it the more comfortable I feel running and the more I'm like trusting my body because I had such a disconnect while I was injured with my back that it feels so good to be able to feel connected to running again. I used to run in the past. If you didn't know, I've ran a couple marathons, marathons, um, a couple half, ma- lots of half marathons, actually um, an ultra marathon and My back, um, after I had my daughter, just would not let me run anymore. So I took a break for rehabbing my back. And oh my gosh, I can't tell you how much relief, like physical and mental relief it is to be able to run again without pain. Like I'm so freaking thankful. But I do blame a lot of this being able to stick to my program on my mental health because my mental health is the most stable it has ever been. I've talked about this before, but I cannot recommend it to you enough talk therapy. Talk therapy is like has helped me so freaking much. It has taken so much weight off of my brain, like so much space out of my brain because I would like fixate on certain events that happened like i would be just drinking water and then think of like something horrible and it was taking up so much space in my brain that i couldn't even relax i couldn't focus on the things that i wanted to focus on to be productive in any part of my life i was so down on myself talking negatively and you can't hate yourself into a body that you're going to love so I like I said I can't recommend it enough. Talk therapy should be for everyone. You don't have to be anxious, depressed, um, or even like have any main issues going on. But even just taking a little bit of a dive into how you're feeling can really clear clear up so many things. And I recommend it for anyone and everyone. But um, anyway that's how I'm able to stick to this program. I am like 100% sure because otherwise I would have given up on myself. I wouldn't have given myself any grace and I would have gone way too hard right now. I'm only running three days a week and then walking like a recovery walk once. So I have a, um, like a, just an easy run or like a walk run. Interval training and then an endurance run. So that's all I'm doing. And then a recovery walk every week. That's it. And oh my gosh, it's been so great. I ran for 45 minutes on Saturday. Ran for 45 minutes on Saturday straight through. It was great. It felt so good. Like running past because I've only been running 30 minutes or run walking 30 minutes up until that point. So running 45 minutes felt so good like I was like yes because you know I've ran for much longer like eight I think my ultra I took like eight hours so like just getting that 45 minute mark was like so nice like it felt so good I wanted to go longer but I was like don't do it because then you're going to be hurting the next day and it's going to just put off your training so I was really proud of myself for stopping and taking that rest and taking it easy because it is once you get going it is so um it's hard to like stop at least for people like, like me, I have a hair. If you're looking on YouTube that is sticking out. So um, like the curl is just not curling the right way. So that's what I'm messing with. Okay. That's a little better. Kind of, I don't know. Okay. Just ignore that. <laughs> but um, okay. So on, because of that 45 minute run, I was a little bit sore and on the actual like peloton bike there's a setting for entertainment so you could watch what do you call it uh netflix and youtube and all of the things that you can watch on <laughs> like i think there's like hbo max or i think they call it like max now you uh youtube pro youtube plus whatever the one that you have to pay for premium the like um youtube tv one and then there's um Netflix, Hulu and ESPN, I think. There's like a ton of different options, which is really cool. But I started watching Twin Flames or Escaping Twin Flames, I think it's what it's called. It's a mini docu series, so it's like only three episodes, each episode's like an hour or hour and a half something like that. And I can't stop watching it. So I jumped on the Peloton just to get my legs moving uh yesterday morning and I cannot stop. Like I wanted to just keep watching this show and like get my legs moving, moving, moving. And then I did the same thing this morning because I'm addicted and I need to finish this show, this documentary. If you haven't heard about Twin Flames or Twin Flames Universe or the Church of Union, I think is what they call it. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. So it's basically like these um okay, so this couple they created this online virtual training thing to find your twin flame or like your soulmate the person that you're destined to be with but the practices that they have for it is extremely toxic and it's a cult like straight up virtual cult it's so wild like there's um Oh, it's so good. It's only three, three episodes. So if you're interested, go watch it. But basically like they started off where you would just join like, Oh, I have a hard time finding love. So you would join the, the group and they would take you through all these trainings and they would be like, there has to be like, you know, is there someone that You just feel so connected to, and it could be like an ex or someone who might not even know you exist or a coworker or whoever. And they're like, that's your twin flame. You have to go after them. Like they're, and then they like, want you to do everything in your power to try to get them to love you. So there was a girl who like went to jail because this guy put a restraining order on her because she wouldn't leave him alone. Meanwhile, the leaders of this group are like, no, don't give up don't give up. So she's like trying to follow this, but she's like literally going to jail, like had to live with her mom because her mom had to bail her out of jail because she broke this like restraining order by accident. Like it's so crazy. And then they start realizing like these people are having a hard time finding their flame, their twin flame on their own. So then they start pairing people up within the group Well, like 80% of the group is all women. So they have like this thing where you're either 100% divine feminine or 100% divine masculine. Now, if you like, if I got paired up with a woman, one of us has to be divine feminine and one of us has to be divine masculine to the point where they want you to change your name. They want you to be that man if you're a woman. But you are assigned, basically, to be divine masculine. So they're basically, like, forcing people to transition. Um, And it is just, it's so wild. Like, there's, like, there's no bisexual. Like, you are either feminine or masculine. And that's it. There's no gray area. There's no room for, um, like, male male relationships or female female relationships like there's no like that is not a thing he said if there was a quote he said and he's like if you're a masculine with a masculine and you um have sexual relations or whatever that's that's like a handshake that is not your twin flame that's just like a handshake and I was like excuse me what excuse me like what? Oh, also, this guy thinks that he is God or Christ. He thinks that he is the Christ. And to get because they're like having this huge business, like it is bringing them so much money because you have to pay for these um, these meetings and like these teachings to teach you how to find your twin flame. Um, You are in order for them not to pay taxes. They have church. So it's a church. So they pay less taxes. So this guy's like saying that he is Christ. And he like looks over at his woman. He's like, if you have children, um, either skip this 30 seconds or just like mute it. He's like, he looks over at his wife and he's like, so how does it feel to be fucking the Christ? Like, like this guy really thinks that he, he kind of like looks like white depictions of Jesus but you guys, if you have not seen it, like it is so crazy and it's still going on. Like there's some, somehow there's like, like they're not charged with anything and it's so freaking wild to me, but just go watch it. There's so much more and I wish I could talk to you about it, but we just don't have enough time and you could just go watch it. Okay. Just go watch it. It is so crazy. It's on Netflix. It's called escaping twin flames. So. So wild you guys like i can't even and oh the worst part is is they show like zoom calls that they had because it's all virtual of like the shit that this guy says like and he believes oh god just go watch it i'm gonna end that here just go (laughs) just go watch it our challenge for um december our advent calendar challenge i'm gonna call it a quote air quote challenge because it's not a challenge it's just a a healthy advent calendar it started yesterday on Monday we have 22 girls in the group which is so fun because 22 I feel like is manageable where everyone can still like know who's know who is participating and it's not overwhelming where every day you see a new name that you didn't know Um, so that's the great thing about starting these challenges with me now, because my goal is to grow. I want to have more and more people in these challenges, every single challenge that we do. And if you start now, we definitely are going to, don't you worry you're hearing it first. Of course, we're going to have one starting January 1st, but we're going to have a little twist to it. Okay. It's going to be a little bit more long-term, a little more involved. So don't tell your friends to listen to this podcast so they can hear this. Okay. But anyway, so each challenge we have, um, you know, each time a little bit more people join a little bit more people join. When you start now, you start to get involved and like get connected to these women. You start to see these names pop up over and over and over again. And you could be like, Oh, that's so-and-so that does a workout every single freaking day. Like I want to be like her. Oh, this is so-and-so she's meeting her nutrition goals. Like pretty much every day. Like I need to get on that level. I'm going to cheer her on. Let's give those thumbs up. Let's give those, um, those exciting. There's like little emojis you can click. Like let's work on this together. Let's see more names in this chat. Let's see more people finishing their workouts. Let's see more people getting involved. And like I said, that's what's so cool about it being small right now is that you get to form these relationships without it being too overwhelming. So it's a really good group of girls. We have a workout today. It's called Milk and Crunches for Santa. So I'm actually going to do that workout right after this podcast, after I record this, Uh, (laughs) and it's a quick 10-minute ab workout. So it's really cool. I'm really proud of this program, and I'm really proud of what I am building um so be on the lookout for the next one okay so now that we have talked about the fitness part let's talk about the book part the lit part the literature and or lack of literature so uh, I have been busy 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 like I have been focusing on this podcast I have been focusing on creating new challenges. I have been focusing on family quite a bit. I have been focusing on my studio and making sure that my clients are taken care of. I've been promoting my studio for our two-year anniversary, which is just crazy, like two years. What? I have been, I'm back on TikTok as of yesterday. I don't know how I feel about this, but I'm basically just reposting stories and um little videos here and there i'm not i'm just taking it easy to start with but i am back on tiktok it's bridget.koenig and i'm back on threads um i am on youtube i'm on podcasts like instagram (laughs) i'm kind of everywhere so but i'm not going back to facebook sorry not sorry facebook is horrible i hate facebook but um Oh, so I just haven't been reading. I've just been really busy focusing on other things. I have been reading currently Iron Flame by Rebecca Yaros, the second book in the Imperium Universe series. If you have not read The Fourth Wing, you need to. You absolutely need to. It is so good. And Iron Flame is just as good. Zayden is my book boyfriend. Please be my book boyfriend. I love Zayden. Love me some Zayden. And I just love Violet's like go get her, go get them. I'm tough, even though I'm small attitude. And I'm only about 18% of the way in. This is a thick book. This is like a 650 page book. And the writing is small. According to Kindle, it's like 800-something pages. It's a lot. So <laughs> it's going to take me a while, especially because of the at the rate that I am reading it. Um, I know it's still November, so it's okay. Better late than never. But <laughs> I wanted to talk about the books, the two books that I read in October. And the first one is Hidden Pictures by Jason Recklack. Did I talk about this one? I think I did. I think I talked about this one, but I'm going to just recap real quick. Hidden Pictures by Jason Recklack. It is available on Kindle Unlimited if you have a Kindle or Kindle Unlimited. And it is so crazy. It's about this girl. She's like a drug addict. I feel like I talked about it. Oh my gosh. I might have talked about this in another podcast, but she's a drug addict and she, wait, is she a drug? Yes, she's a drug addict. She just got out of, okay, so Hidden Pictures and The Housemaid are very similar in the fact that both of these women are um, like not the cleanest people. There's involvement with drugs and or being in prison or jail and they both got out looking for a job. So in Hidden Pictures, the girl is a babysitter for this little boy and he starts drawing like these weird pictures of this woman Anya and there's like all this weird stuff happening she's living with this family in this cabin behind their house and just weird stuff happening like really weird creepy paranormal stuff there's a forest that surrounds their home. Oh, I'm getting chills. Oh, this book was so good and so freaking creepy and just so good. I rated it a five stars and I finished it on October 10th. So I definitely talked about it before. Then we have the housemaid. So this woman, she's a young, well, she's a young girl, I guess. um, And she just got out of prison and she goes to this house to be a housemaid. And there's this creepy attic that she has to live in that is um up, upstairs. And just weird stuff is happening. The woman who owns this house is just, like, all over the place, like, oh, blaming her for everything. And she's just trying to, like, make a living. Like, she was living out of her car before she got this job. She's like, I'm just trying to, like you know not live in my car I'm trying to make a little money like I just got out of prison no one else will hire me so like I'm just trying to do my job she's trying to make this lady happy they're like super rich her daughter's freaking weird um and (laughs) that's all I can say and I feel like I talked about this one too I don't know if it's because I talk about it with my friends all the time but that book if you are needing to get out of a rut read that one it will for sure get you out of that rut um another book that I started was the St Ambrose School for Girls. I talked about this one a little bit in my October TBR uh, podcast so you can go listen to that one and I start I feel like I started so many books that um I just never finished. And it's sad because I love to read. And you know what? I'm going to make it my goal this week to actually finish a book. Um, I'm looking at my Goodreads want to read list. And there are so many that I freaking want to read. So if you have this book, just looking at it, just, just giving me the chills because I love... The, billion, the dreamland billionaire series i love that series it is i've never read anything like it um and i fell in love with it so basically this um family the kane family their grandfather so it's three brothers their grandfather died and he was like the creator of dreamland which is essentially just pretend it's disneyland because it is disneyland okay so the first son, in order to get his inheritance, he has to make improvements to the park, but he can't do it on his own. So, of course, he finds someone and falls in love, blah, blah, blah. Then the second son, he has to get married in order for him to get his inheritance. So there's uh, fake marriage or like, what do you call it? Marriage of convenience. So that he can get his inheritance. And of course, he learned some lessons and they fall in love. Blah blah blah. The last one, the brother is his task, is he has to fix up this lake house and sell it in order to get his inheritance. But when he goes to knock on the door of this lake house, his ex-girlfriend Is still living there and she's like oh hell no you're not selling my house you know your grandfather gave this house to me so of course they have to work through some things and of course they fall in love then this book just came out by lauren these are all by lauren asher by the way which she's amazing these are all available on kindle unlimited too so you can read them love redesigned it's the lakefront billionaires series the lakefront billionaires which means that Lake House from the Dreamland Billionaire series is part of this. So there's a lot of cameos. There's a lot of cameos with the Dirty Air series, uh, which is another series by Lauren Asher within the Dreamland Billionaire series. Like they talk about certain characters, and I just think it's so cool to have them interconnected. And um, I really want to read this love-redesigned book because Lauren Asher's the best her books are very spicy but there's like um it's not just like the whole book is smut it's like there's a lot of character development and usually her books are pretty thick but when you're reading them it doesn't feel like that like her writing just feels so it just flows and like everything just goes like you just like are turning page turn 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 the page so highly recommend that one I am in the middle of the Block Party by my phone. Goodreads is like horrible. Like it always just shuts off randomly. Who is it by? Um, it's on Kindle Unlimited, which is why I never remember. If I have the hard copy book, I see the you know the author's name the whole time. Like it's usually on every page, so it like sticks in my brain. But on Kindle Unlimited, I always forget who the author is. This one is um it's called The Block Party by Janie Day, and this one is very reminiscent of Leanne Moriarty's writing, and I feel like I talked about this one too. Man, uh, uh, I'm like so far behind on talking about books with you guys. I'm so, so sorry, but um, yeah, I I know I already talked about it, so I'm going to talk about this other one that I really want to read next. It's called Cutting Teeth by Chandler Baker, and basically- (laughs) it's a horror horror thriller I guess so basically this group of moms they all have like toddlers and um, they turn into vampires so they have to take care of these toddler vampires and I heard that this book Cutting Teeth by Chandler Baker is very close to something by um, Grady Hendrix which if you know me, I love me some Grady Hendrix. Grady Hendrix wrote Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires and uh, My Best Friend's Exorcism, The Final Girl Support Group. Absolutely love his writing. It's so, it's funny and comedic, but it's horror. Like, it's just so, so good. How could I forget this? Speaking of comedy horror. Okay, so on... So me and my husband's 9 year 9 year date anniversary. <laughs> Do people celebrate that their date anniversary? So our 9 year date anniversary was uh the week of uh Thanksgiving. Our first date was supposed to be Thursday or Wednesday night, so the night before Thanksgiving. Of course, because we were drinkers and partyers back then, so the night before Thanksgiving, heck yeah, first date material. Don't recommend do not recommend but that's that's um you know our story so um oh yeah and also we couldn't wait until then so we had a date that monday i believe it was that monday and um they went into tuesday and then we went out again on wednesday so our second date i guess was the night before thanksgiving um oh yeah and then i met his family on black friday talk about moving fast and love bombing, right? Um, Don't recommend, but it worked out for us. It worked out for us, but don't recommend, (laughs) but I wouldn't do anything different. So we celebrated by going to see a movie because we have two small kids now can go see a movie if we go see a movie it's like we have to find a babysitter we have to find this and that and that and if we have to go through all that we're not going to go sit and watch a movie if we take our kids with us to the movie it's like we miss half of it because we're going to the bathroom you know someone needs snacks someone's bored someone auto when he was like two years old we took him to a movie we were the only ones there and he just straight up walked out of the theater (laughs) i was like Wait, hold on. Because they're kind of playing in the aisle. We were the only ones there. It was Frozen 2. We went and saw Frozen 2. I remember it like it was yesterday. We were sitting there. The kids were just kind of running around playing. And then they'd come sit, eat some popcorn, run around. Otto was like barely two. Goes running up the aisle. The door opens. The whole theater fills with light. And then the door shuts. And Otto is gone. And so I get up and like run. He's like in the next theater over. Uh, but thank goodness we like live in a really small town there wasn't a lot of people there was like two other people in the other theater that he went into no big deal it all worked out don't recommend taking your kids to a movie but speaking of comedy horror movies thanksgiving okay so we went and saw thanksgiving like that's the name of the movie thanksgiving this movie was so crazy uh so crazy. So I love a good slasher. I love a good comedy. I love a good comedy slasher. The kills in this movie were gruesome. Like so gruesome. The thing that threw me off the whole time was that McSteamy or McDreamy, if you know, you know, from Grey's Anatomy was there and he played the cop. And I was like, I had to do a double take. I was like, aren't you dead? Did you die like 10 years ago? Who are you? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Why are you a cop now? So it was kind of cool to see that after again, just because if you watch Grey's Anatomy, you know, you know, and um, oh my gosh. But then it got me thinking, and I miss the old, the old school Grey's Anatomy. Like, I don't even know if it's still on now, but I stopped watching 2020. Like, it just got too real. Like, I'm like, I'm here to escape Y'all need to take those masks off, please. Stop talking about the C word, please. um, Because I'm trying to escape and not fill my mind with even more um, virus anxiety. So I stopped watching it, unfortunately. But I really do miss Grey's Anatomy from the beginning. When I was pregnant with Ramona, I um watched that. Like I binged the show. I had never seen it before. And I started from episode one, season one, just binged it. And then... I didn't finish it until after she was already born. So I remember her laying on the couch when she was like, you know, a couple of weeks old. And she would turn her head and watch the show. And I was like, she's going to be a surgeon one day. She's going to be a surgeon. She's just taking in all this Grey's Anatomy. But I miss those days so much. But if you like comedy, horror, slasher films, this one is it. It is so good. They're just like, like... The kills are, oh, they're so wild. They're so freaking wild, dude. Okay. Um, the uh, okay, so the first opening scene takes place like the year prior on Black Friday. Well, it's on Thanksgiving night, like when you know doors open, whatever. And there's like a riot outside because people they want in that freaking store, they want in the store, you know. So they're like literally like murdering each other over like a free waffle iron it's just like they, it's so ridiculous and like I said if you like it I would recommend we were laughing the whole time we were like oh, like I had my eyes closed the whole time just because like the kills are so um so ridiculous and it was just such a good time there was this guy in front of us and he was like obviously like on the autism spectrum but his commentary was so funny and Part of the reason why I like going to scary movies um, in the theater is because you get the commentary of the people around you or like the screens are like, the ah, you know, like the or like, oh, hell no. Or like, turn around, girl, what are you doing? You know, like that kind of commentary. It's just it's so fun to me. As long as it's not obnoxious. I really enjoy it. um. And this guy, like he was sitting directly in front of me and he was like, had his popcorn and he was just having like the best time ever. He was like, he was like, oh man, that was so, he's like, that was so cool. Or like, if somebody would say something like that's so funny, like, and he would just laugh this like infectious laugh. And it was so, it just added to the experience. So it was really, really nice. Um, But I wouldn't recommend buying a sparkling water at movie theaters because they're freaking $7, (laughs) like one of those bubbly, like. The brand bubbly 650. I bought a pack of um the Sour Patch Kits. 650. I was like, I could go across the street to 7 Eleven and spend $3. Uh, that's another reason why we don't go to the movies very often because what the heck? Like, it's gotten so expensive. So, so expensive. But one of my goals, I like I was saying, is to read, finish a book this, this week. And then I want to get into some of the December holiday books and I'll go over my holiday TBR with you, but I will probably not read them if I stay on this path. So what I'd like to know is like, tell me some really, I want to know what books you're going to read this holiday. And I also want to know what your favorite um audiobook was like not the book itself, like the content, but like the best performed um audiobook is that you've listened to. I know that um oh my gosh, Taylor Jenkins read the uh Daisy Jones and the Sixth I know that that one is like amazing. I've already read it though, so I don't want to listen to it, but I know that like that one's amazing. But if you've listened to that one, I want to know one that you would recommend that's like similar to that where like there's like the full cast, the story's good, it's engaging Um, because I really, I really want to start doing that. I'm caught up on a lot of my podcasts that I've been listening to. And a lot of the podcasts I listen to are spooky, like two girls, one ghost, sinister hood um spooked rattled and shook um spooked and um oh my gosh what's the name of the other one but i've been listening to a lot of spooky ones and i kind of want to get like i said some reading done um i haven't found any oh morbid sinisterhood, national park after dark take note with these because these are some really good ones um Oh my gosh, there's one other one that I can't think of right now. I just listen to so many, and like I said, I'm listening to it, so I'm not looking at it. Um. Oh, and that's why we drink. I really like that one. Oh, and Creeps and Crimes. There's so many that I've been listening to, but I'm caught up, and I I need something that's not so spooky to listen to. And hopefully a book, because my TBR is suffering. It is... Um, It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So that is all I have for you today. I've been really enjoying the season of life that I'm in. I'm at the point where I had my a conversation with my therapist yesterday about taking a therapy break because I feel like I'm on the right track. I feel like I'm cruising, you know? Um, there's a lot of little things that I'm noticing that I'm snapping myself out of where before I would like fester with fester is that the right word fester uncle fester um <laughs> that i would like um fixate on and like not be able to get out of my brain but i've been able to snap out of it really quickly or like not take things so personally or know that if somebody says something rude or mean to me that it is probably not about me and it's probably coming from some kind of insecurity or you know something that they're not dealing with so but also knowing when to take responsibility for what I've done wrong and what actually needs to be apologized for. So I feel like I'm on a good path right now and I'm in a really good spot. So we're going to be taking a break as of January. And I'm like, I'm really excited to that. Um, I've gotten to this point and my therapist, Tanya lover, she's like, Telling me, you know, like therapy is not meant to be like forever. Like you're going to go a little while and then stop and then go a little while. Like you're going to have your good, like hopefully you're having some good times where you're just cruising and, you know, something might happen. You might need like a little, she calls them a little tune up. So we've been working together for like four or five months now. It'll be six months in January, I believe. And I wouldn't change a thing. I, like I said, I would recommend it to anybody, even if it is just to talk one or two things out, like you don't have to have any serious mental issues, but you might find something that bothers you that you didn't even realize. So I hope that you guys have a great rest of your week and I will see you next week where I talk about December and my TBR and what's going on. And then so i will see you next time don't forget to like subscribe follow leave a review do all the things um share with your friends tag me in posts <laughs> i love to see it and um you know community is what i'm all about so talk to me let's talk i want to know if you're listening to this what your thoughts are let's um reciprocate this this talking okay talk back to me please talk back to me please i'm like looking at myself in a monitor and I want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to myself. So please interact with me. I love it. Um, That's what I'm here for. That's that's my goal is to interact with you and to have community and to feel like I'm not alone because I hope you feel you don't feel like you're alone because you're not alone. And I'm rambling now, but I will see you next week. So we'll see ya.